Hello and welcome to the Rise Empire podcast. I'm your host, Joe Phoenix. I'm a master mindset and manifestation coach, kundalini yogi, and your new spiritual bestie, helping you reclaim your sovereignty and tap into your full potential so you can live your most tuned in and turned on life. Here, we'll talk about all things mindset, manifestation, and spirituality, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Tune in weekly for all the juicy conversations, inspiration, tips, tricks, and motivation to get your week started right. Let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're talking about manifestation and does it really work? Because I get this a lot, and most people that I come across aren't really into the whole manifestation thing because they think it's magic, woo-woo, out there, spiritual stuff. And a lot of people that I talk to in the real world just kind of blow it off as being something that is not legitimate or it doesn't actually work, especially if they are more religious like we see often in the town that I live in. Right. I live in a little city in the Bible Belt. And if it is not expressly in the Bible, it doesn't actually exist unless science has proven it to be true. And even then it's sometimes discounted because it may counter something that's in the Bible or some I don't know. Anyway, so a lot of people in my town don't really believe in manifestation. And that's fine. That is fine because manifestation is not something that is new. It's not something that we just made up as woo-woo spiritual people. It's not something that was just created by man. It has been around forever since the beginning of earth. Since the beginning of humanity, we have been manifesting. That's just the way that our world works. And it really wasn't until about 2006 when the movie The Secret came out that manifestation really became more mainstream and people actually started talking about it. But the thing is, there's evidence of it in, I don't want to say every spiritual text because I haven't personally looked at every spiritual text that there is, but there's evidence of manifestation, the basic principles of manifestation in the Bible. Mark 11, 24 says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. The three basic steps in a manifestation recipe is ask, believe, receive. That's it. And it's right there. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Ask, believe, receive. That's it. Right there in the Bible. That's manifestation. It just was not called manifestation back then. It's not a new thing that we've made up. It's not magic. Sometimes it feels like magic, but it's not. So let's talk about it. Does it really work? Absolutely, it works. And let me tell you why. Your belief is the most important thing when it comes to the manifestation process. Having that unshakable and undeniable belief that it's going to happen. It's just there. It's going to happen. So when we talk about manifestation, we're really talking about conscious manifestation. The trendy thing right now is to like manifest your dream life, right? And what we're doing when we are manifesting is 
what I like to call conscious manifestation, because whether we like to believe it or not, we are manifesting 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Every single moment of the day, we are manifesting what is in our reality. I go really in depth with the manifestation process and the science behind it in my group program called RAIN. So if you want to learn more about the science of manifestation and how you can consciously manifest a life that you are madly in love with, go ahead and send me an email at joeattherizeempire.com so that I can add you to the waitlist for the next round of RAIN in September. In short, we live in this constant cycle of our thoughts, creating our feelings, creating our actions, creating our thoughts, and we get stuck in this loop. What determines our actions and determines the results that we get in this world are our internal representations of what's going on around us. In order to change those internal representations, we can either do that the hard way which involves a whole lot of willpower and repetition, trying to change your habits using that willpower. Or we can go in and we can change our filters, our internal filters, which are our beliefs, our programs, our metaprograms, our values, our identity. If we change on that level, We're changing our internal representation, which changes the way that we view the world, which changes the way we behave and the actions that we take, which changes our results. So it's really not magic. There's a whole lot of science that goes into it. And the basic principles of manifestation are in spiritual text. So we're finding now that the science is backing up a lot of spiritual teachings that were taught thousands of years ago. And this isn't the only thing that science is backing up. Okay. So again, the basic recipe is ask, believe, receive. So you get really clear on what it is that you want and becoming really clear on what it is that you want allows your reticular activating system to then focus on what it is that you want and provide evidence to support what it is that you truly want. Sometimes this also requires things falling away. Sometimes it feels like your life might be falling apart a little bit. It's important to remember that sometimes things have to fall away in order for us to build a good foundation for what's to come. So getting really clear on what it is that you want and then believing that you have received it, believing that it's on its way to you. Having that belief is pivotal. Believing that you're worthy of whatever it is that's coming, believing that it is already yours, holding that belief. Because if something comes in and it's like, oh, you can't have that, that indicates that there's something in your subconscious mind that is preventing you from receiving that thing into your life. Because whatever is in your subconscious mind is going to manifest. When we're talking about the subconscious mind, we're talking about all of those filters that we talked about just a minute ago, your beliefs, your values, your identity, your programs and your metaprograms, whatever those are determines your internal representation and that's going to be projected out into your reality. I like to liken this to tea versus coffee. You have the same water being filtered through different mediums, one tea and one coffee, and it produces different results. So if you change whatever is in the filter, you're going to get different results. The water is the same. Whatever is happening around you 
is the same, but you're picking up on different information because your filters are different. By picking up on different information and having different beliefs, you produce different results. That's why two different people can be in the exact same situation at the exact same time and have two completely different experiences. Pretty wild, right? So the manifestation that I teach, conscious manifestation, is not just sitting down and journaling about what you want, meditating on it, and never doing anything to actually achieve that goal or get that manifestation. We also have to take inspired action. And I think this is missed a lot when it comes to the manifestation community at large. But I do see that more and more people are picking up on the fact that we have to take action. We can't just sit around and hope to manifest an elephant in our room and not do anything to get the elephant. An elephant is not just going to appear in our room. And that's a good thing, right? Because if we thought of an elephant and meditated on it so hard and it magically appeared in our room, what are we going to do with that elephant? How are we going to get it out now? Unless you have a huge garage door and this is like your house would be gone, which leads me to another train of thought. Our thoughts are incredibly powerful, but there is a reason why there is a waiting time between our thought being put out there, our intention being put out, and us actually receiving the manifestation. We can go into that in a different episode because it will probably make this episode a little bit too long. But there's a reason for the time period between putting your intention out there and receiving your manifestation. So can it work? Absolutely. I have one example that I'll, I'll share with you right now that is just top of mind. Let me just tell you, nursing school, being a single mom was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And I went through basic training for the Air Force and they just like didn't compare to nursing school. (laughs) Nursing school was rough. My entire family that lived where I lived during the summer between my first and second semester of nursing school all moved. So I had no family to help me anymore. All I had was my best friend. This was the most difficult and this was the most difficult two years of my life. I was stressed. My anxiety was so high. My psoriasis flared up over my entire body. I had one girl ask me if I was contagious. It was miserable, but I was determined. I did not give myself a fallback plan. This was going to happen. So what I ended up doing, fourth semester, we called it level four. That was my last and final semester. I had not ever heard of manifestation at this point, but I went out and I bought a set of scrubs in the specific color that the nurses wore at the hospital that I was wanting to work at. I wore them nearly every day and pretended that I was coming home from work or leaving for work. I would study in them. I would lounge around the house in them. I would pretend that I was already a nurse at that hospital not like going out as a nurse, strictly in my house. It's the only place that I would do this because I didn't want people to think that I was weird. But I would really embody that person, who I thought that I would be, how I thought that I would feel as a nurse at that hospital. I hadn't even passed my final yet. I hadn't passed boards. I hadn't even put in an application. Not long after I started doing this, I ended up applying for my first RN position at that hospital. I interviewed and I got it before I even passed my final or boards. 
So, of course, my start date was after graduation, and the stipulation was that I had to pass boards before I could work. If you know a nurse, you know how stressed out and anxious we are before boards and after. (laughs) Because if that test cuts off at 75, or if you go the entire like 200 questions, I don't even remember how many questions it is now. But if you get the minimum amount of questions or the maximum amount of questions, you have either done really, really well or you really, really bombed it. And when I got to boards, I got 75 questions and they were all mother baby, which we really didn't cover in my program. And I was devastated. I thought that I had failed so hard, but I paid for the early results. And it was at drill weekend when I got the email with the results. And I had one of my coworkers open it because I just, I couldn't, I was a mess. And he turns to me and he's like, you passed. Oh, it was the biggest relief. But the fact that I got hired at this particular hospital, it was the exact job that I wanted in med surge ICU. I did not want to work on the floor. I wanted to be in ICU. The fact that I got it as a new grad was insane to me because they only had so many positions open and available for new nurses. I do, looking back, attribute the fact that I embodied that attitude and that identity so clearly and had so much confidence in it as I did it more and more to the fact that I got the job. So there's many different ways that you can manifest, right? That's just one of them. But the fact of the matter is we're manifesting every single moment of the day because our subconscious filters run the show. So whatever is in our subconscious mind is going to be what determines our reality. So if we want to change what our reality looks like, we have to change our subconscious filters. Like I said, many different ways to do that, but that does not involve sitting around and doing nothing and just meditating on it because that's not going to change your subconscious filters. It's not going to change the way that you behave. It might change the way you behave eventually, but if you want speedy results, that's not the way you get it. You have to go out and embody what you want or do the subconscious reprogramming to clear the beliefs that are standing in your way and reprogram in things that are going to get you where you want to be faster. That is how you collapse time. That is how you manifest super quickly. Now, with that being said, you don't want to manifest too quickly. There's people out there talking about quantum leaping and collapsing time. And while all of that sounds really, really good, it can be very hard on your nervous system. There's a reason that there is time between what you are wanting to manifest, setting that intention, and actually receiving your manifestation. If you are trying to completely change your life, there are things that are going to have to fall away and things that are going to have to be built up. That requires time. If you don't want to shock your system and if you are wanting to be capable of holding that new frequency, because sometimes when we are trying to collapse time and do all of these things super quickly, we jump from one way of being to another and we're not actually able to hold that frequency. We're not actually able to hold that reality because we haven't spent the time to build up our reserve, to build the capacity to hold everything. For example, if you're a coach and you want a 
full calendar of client calls and you currently have one client call a week, but a full calendar to you looks like three clients a day, five days a week, that's 15 clients that you're seeing a week. So if you go from one client call a week to 15, that's a lot. If you're a coach, you know that holding space for a client requires quite a bit of your energy. If you are not prepared to handle 15 clients a week, you're going to burn out very quickly. So sometimes that requires working up to it, going from one client a week to three clients a week to six clients a week and working your way up, expanding your capacity to hold all of that that you're calling in. So I think we're going to stop there. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you are wanting to get into rain, we are doing another round in September. Go ahead and email me, joe at theriseempire.com to be put on the wait list so that you will be the first updated on when registration opens. And I will see you next week. All right, y'all, that's a wrap on another episode of the Rise Empire podcast. I hope you had as much fun as I did today learning about all things mindset, manifestation, and spirituality. Remember, knowledge is only power when it's put into action. So go ahead and put that newfound wisdom into play. If you loved this episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave a review. Your words of support could inspire someone else to join our beautiful Rise Empire community. And speaking of community, let's stay connected and continue this conversation on social media. You can find all of the links in the show notes. And remember, the journey to reclaiming your sovereignty and tapping into your full potential is a beautiful one. I can't wait to share more insights, inspiration, and motivation to help you live your most tuned in and turned on life. Until next time, keep rising.